to share just, just a thought with you tonight, just a thought, and, and, and I'm going to kind of even alter it a little bit because I ain't got as much time, but I mean, I got plenty. Uh, well, I'll just, uh, I th- I th- I'm just going to tell you this, if, 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 if I ain't done and you are, you can just go on home. <laughs> I, I feel like that's my, that'd be my news, you know, if, 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 when I ain't done and you are, you can just leave. I mean, it's all right. I don't mind. I don't mind. But, but, uh, but I'm going to go till I get done, but. I ain't got but just a little portion here. Just something that the Lord actually put on my heart, actually uh, uh, from last week. Last week out of them scriptures we was reading. Last week. You know what, every now and then, I've learned this. I've learned this uh, over the years. But every now and then, I'll, I'll run into scriptures that I'm studying. Studying, run into scriptures that, that even I wasn't even intending on it leaving a mark on me. But every now and then, I'll run into scriptures that just mess me up for a while. I do. I can't, and that's the great. That's great. But I do. I, I run it, and, and over the years, it's been several different. It's been several different occasions for different things. I know. I know grace. I've run into grace three or four different times in my life in certain scriptures that's just messed me up in a good way. When I say mess me up, I hope you understand. I'm, I mean good, because I was a mess till I run into them, and and and, and it, it would alter and change and bring transition. Sometimes, sometimes it's just really slight. Sometimes, sometimes these particular scriptures or passages would be some kind of slight adjustment or some kind of slight change. But every now and then, it's something radical that it's even noticeable. Uh, people pick up on it, even, you know. And I know over the years, it's been it's been various things. But but uh, the other the other night, we was talking on a piece of scripture, and I'm gonna actually get Kayla to put it back up. Or Acts four, Acts four. Some of you remember, we was looking at a prayer. We was looking at a prayer that the, the disciples prayed. And this is not really where I'm preaching from. I'm just giving you the, the why for. Sometimes you got to give you the why for. But we was preaching on this prayer. We was looking at this prayer last Wednesday night. And we, where they was praying for boldness. And I just want to read the prayer to you again. And they said, And now, Lord, behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness. They praying for boldness. Remember? What we was talking about last week. With all boldness that we may speak thy word. And then this is how the prayer went. It said by stretching. And this is, this is the verse that messed me up. It just messed me up. It messed me up. I ain't been able to get it off my mind. I ain't been able, it's showing up everywhere. And that's how you know that God's messed you up with it. Because every, everywhere you read, every other scripture you read, you see it. You see it. There it is. There it is in some other form, some other story, some other way. There it is. I know when the Lord, when the Lord here recently messed me up with grace, I couldn't even read a story in the Bible without seeing grace just running out. And that's kind of what happened here. He said, by stretching forth thy hand to heal. Now they're calling on God for this. They're praying for boldness, but they're praying, and God, they're praying for God to stretch out his hand to heal. And that signs and wonders may be done by the name of the holy child, Jesus. And of course, the end of that prayer was, of course, the place was shaken. And they filled with the Holy Ghost. And, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. But, but, but verse 30 was the part that really messed me up. And, and I kind of I come in even out of last week and even into this week. And, and, and I, I, I really have... I really preached myself under conviction. And I don't know if you maybe if you've never preached, maybe you don't really understand that, but 
if, 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 if you've read scripture and rehearsed it in your mind, sometimes you talk yourself into conviction, <laughs> under conviction. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. But I, but I left here, I, I preached myself under conviction. And, and what it was, I had this, 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 how, how many know there's two, there's really couples, there's a couple kinds of conviction. I, you, we can get convicted for doing wrong, you know. I, I've read scriptures and like, yeah, that's, that's not good and going on here. And conviction would come. But, but then there's this other kind. It's, I feel like it's even a greater conviction, or it has been in my life. It's had more force in it. And then there's this greater conviction of, 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 of wanting to do, do something that God wants done. And, 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 it's a, and it's a right and good thing. And, and I feel a heavier conviction. I feel a heavier hand over that than I do even sometimes when I feel like the conviction in a negative form. But, but I sense that as I come out of last week and even into this week and in the scriptures that I've read and even, even Sunday I had, to, I, had to, I had to kind of just stay on course with what I was doing or, or I would have veered over into it even then. But, but, but I, I want to tell you, I, I believe that. I believe, I believe God in this hour that we live in, he, he's, gonna, he's putting it on our hearts he, even, even in a greater way to, 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 do, to do what he wants. What he wants, and, and to do it in a, do and do it and do it in a. How many? How many? Know, let, me, let me just say it like this. How, how many know tonight? I know God's sovereign. How many knows He's sovereign? He is. He, he is. He's sovereign. He, His will, Thy will be done. I want to say this though. I want to say this, but but in His sovereignty, you you can you can tell me if I'm wrong, or you, you can tell me later or whatever. But but even in His sovereignty, He's wrote us, His people, the church into that sovereignty you understand what I'm saying yeah he's sovereign he can get it get what he wants done yeah 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 but but you know what he's wrote us into that I, I can prove it even in the simplest of form it's not his will that any should perish but that all should come you know to eternal life that's it that's his will would you not say that it's his will that it should nobody perish Everybody should be saved. But here's what I know. Here's what I know. We're rode into that. He gave us the great commission. We're the ones. We're the ones. We're the ones that he wants to use in that. He wants us to be used in that. Yes. Absolutely. And, and the same thing. I can see it even in. The Acts 4 scripture that I brought out and even what the Lord's put up in my heart. Yeah, yeah. He, he can do mighty things. He can work mighty things. But I believe the same thing. In his sovereignty, he's wrote us, this end day church, into that. The same as he does even in the Great Commission. We're wrote into that. We're wrote into this thing. Just as the church then was. We're wrote into it. Amen. Amen. Now. I want to read you this as actually was my text. And I ain't really have a text really because, because it's, it's, just a, it's just what the Lord put on my heart. It's just, it's just a segment. It's just a piece. It's just what God's been pouring into me. And, and it's not the normal. It's not the normal four or five pieces of, of points or whatever to a message. It's, it's just God's heart that, 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 that's, manifest, that's been manifested in mine. And, and I, want, I want to read you this scripture though. Uh, there's a couple of scriptures out of uh, Matthew 11. Matthew 11. And I'll start with verse 20. 
verse 20, I want you to see it. Of course, of course, this is talking about Jesus. Jesus, he came and he began to upbraid or chastise or, or whatever how you want to look at that. The cities wherein most of his mighty works uh, were done because, listen, they repented not. And I've always got this. I've always understood that. Verse 21. Verse 21. And he said this. And he began to do that. He said, woe unto thee, Chorazon. Woe unto thee, Bethsaida. For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. I get that. I get that. But I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for these other cities, Tyre and Sidon, at the day of judgment than for you. And then he takes it a little bit further. This is something maybe we even will understand this city even a little clearer. He says, and, and, and thou, Capernaum, which are exalted unto heaven. Must have been some mighty things went on, you know, in Capernaum. Exalted. Uh, I mean, um, heavenly things. Heavenly things. Heavenly things. Heaven in Capernaum was close. Uh, exalted unto heaven. and You shall be brought down to hell. But if, if, or if the mighty works, it was such works there. If the mighty works which had been done in thee had been done in Sodom. I want you to catch this. Yeah, I'm going somewhere. If they'd been done in Sodom, listen to what it says. It would have remained even today. Just let that sink in a minute. Here's here's been one. And and, and I have always focused. I've preached this section of scriptures a couple times. And I've always focused on what Christ chastised these other cities for. I've always focused on him chastising these cities for not, for not, for taking his power, his, his glory for granted. And, 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 and not making the most, not making it count. And, and I'm big on that. I think he should make it count. Even like what we had tonight. Or every time we get together, man, I, every time I preach, I try to make it count. Can you tell? I hope you can. I really try to make it count. I don't. I, don't, I try not to take a night off. I don't try just to phone it in or, or just throw something up there. You know, we're just going to have a bologna sandwich tonight. No, 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 no. I try to bring the best I got. I really do. I do. Because I try to want to make it count. I don't want to take it for granted. Hey, like tonight, like tonight, Lord's put a little something in my heart. I'm not going to take that for granted. I'm going to go with it. And, hey, and if, if nobody would have responded, I'd have said, well, Lord, I missed that one. And that would have been fine. But, I, but, but the Lord tells me to, to, to throw the hook in. I'm going to throw the hook in. I'm going to troll it. And I'm going to see if anything bites. I'm going to tell you what, if the Lord gives me bait, I'm going to pitch it. Now, it's up to him from there as far as I can go. But I've always focused on this, but, 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 but the Lord, the Lord and with, with this, how the Lord's been messing with me. How the Lord's been messing with me with these scriptures. All of a sudden, I run across this the other day, and I was actually studying, actually Sunday, uh, before, or Saturday, when I was studying for Sunday. And I don't even know why I was read this story, because I don't even know how it tied into what I was preaching Sunday. But I run into it, and I run, in, run right into this heart thing going on in me and, and I seen something he said he said he said if the mighty works which had been done in Capernaum if they had been done in Sodom I want you to think about that Sodom Sodom if, if they had been done there this city would still be here today 
That's big. This, this was like the, this is like the capital sin city. Y'all know. I mean, it's got prestige for being wicked. It's got prestige for being the worst of the worst. It's, it's, it's prestigious for being evil and sinful to the highest degree. I mean, I mean, it was so bad. Well, you know the story. God, God opened up the skies and rained fire, rocks, and burning rocks, and, and, and just devoured a city. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad. But, but he says, he said, and this is what, this is what come in my mind. This, this is what the Lord put in my mind. And I'm going to blame it on him because I don't think I could manufacture it. But the Lord said, now, you see, that's what would have saved Sodom. Mighty works and the gospel. That, that, that would have saved Sodom. And I, want, I want you to hear this. What will save a wicked and sinful city? The same thing the disciples prayed for that day in Acts 4. Lord, that you will stretch out your hand. What will, what, what's going to work in this, this, this culture that we live in? What's going to work in this a culture that most everybody says is beyond hope. A culture that most everybody says is, is too far gone. A, a culture that everybody, most everybody says is too wicked. I'll tell you what's going to work. I'll tell you what we're going to need. I'll tell you exactly what we're going to need. We're going to need God to stretch forth His mighty hand. Yes. And I, nothing less. We're going to need Him to stretch forth His We're going to need Him. We're going to need his mighty works. I thought about it. I thought about this whole story. I thought about back to the, even the beginning when, when God told Abraham. Remember, he told Abraham. He said, I got to tell Abraham what's going on. I can't keep this from him. I mean, I just got to tell him. We're, we're friends. How many know God's like that? Just like some of y'all tonight that we're tormented. We're, he's friends with you. And he wants you to know. But, but he told Abraham, he said, he said Abraham, I'm, I'm going to destroy Sodom. Remember? And I know it's paraphrasing, but remember Abraham, Abraham, Abraham said, well, well, dang. What, what if I find 50 righteous? Right. W- will you spare it? Will you? Will you? Will you? Will you? Will you? Can you? And, of course, it progresses along. 40? Couldn't find 50. 40? Uh, it progresses. 30. 30. Will you spare it if I find 30? How about 20? Will you spare it? Will you spare it? Will you, will you, will you, will you? See, it's kind of like, are we there? Are we there? Are we there? Are we there yet? And it gets all the way down to, what, 10? It's down to 10. And he just finally shut up, didn't he? He didn't go no further. He just shut up. That's just shut up. And here's what I've seen. Here's what I've seen. I, just want, I believe this tonight. You know what? Righteousness, righteousness of man is not going to save our culture. Righteousness of man is not going to save our city. It's not going to save our sin, our darkest, our wickedest places. When you set your tent up this year, well, righteousness of man ain't going to save those people. I tell you what's going to save those people. It's when he stretched forth his mighty hand. Hey, he said, he said, if my, the mighty works that had been done, that city would remain. 
I want you to get that. I want you to get that. I believe that. I believe that's the word for our day. I believe that's the word as we go forward. I, I do. I believe, I believe that's the word. The mighty works and the gospel. Remember, they go together. Don't y'all forget that where his gospel is preached, these things follow. It, it all goes together. It's a package deal. It's a package deal. It's a package work. I don't know how it is we got them separated and pulled them apart. And we, we've treated, we've, sometimes we've treated even salvation as a, as a science project. And we've dissected it and cut it apart. And, and we've kept parts of it that we, we thought maybe we could tolerate. And, and we've kind of got rid of the stuff that makes us uncomfortable and, and, and might mess up our church services or, 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 or might make us feel a little awkward. But we cut things out and we move things. And, 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 and we've lost about half of it. Think about it. Salvation. Even the word salvation. You know, if you look up the word salvation in its in its plainest, plainest definition, where it's used, and, and the word salvation is used throughout most of the New Testament, you, you'll find out it really means three things. It, it means forgiveness. Most of us understand that. That's that's the part that don't upset most of us. Most every denomination is okay with that part of it. They're happy with forgiveness. Every denomination. I mean, it's and, and, and if they ain't, you really in a cult or in or in, or in something false. Amen. Amen. And, and we understand with forgiveness is redemption, restoration, reconciliation. All that comes under forgiveness. But then the second part, the second part about salvation in the original form, if you really look it up, it means deliverance. Wow. It does. It means deliverance. Salvation is forgiveness, yeah, but it's also deliverance. Look it up for yourself later. Deliverance. Now, I know that makes a lot of people uncomfortable. That, that might mess up a church service there. That, that, that might get out of hand. We go to preaching deliverance. Because you know what? God's mighty hand's going to have to stretch out on that. It is. Deliverance. Deliverance. But the third, the third part that we've really decided to dissect, cut out, turn this science project, try to clean up this science project a little bit, try to try to, to, to quieten it down a little bit. The third, the third aspect of salvation was healing. Health. Restoration. Restoration. It was. Remember, even Christ, when he said, I have been anointed he, he, to preach the gospel, and he goes through that list of his, and, and you'll find in that list all these things I'm talking about. The healing, the deliverance, the forgiveness, Amen. Amen. And it's what it's going to take in this age. It's going, we're going to have to still have his mighty hand. Or I ain't so sure they're even getting forgiveness. Come on. It's going to take his mighty hand. To stretch out. Amen. Amen. I, I, I believe. I believe. In other words, in other words, I, I, this, is what, this is how I, I see it anyway. I, I, I sense it in my heart. Um, um, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is saying, saying, saying that, that in this world, you know, if you're really going to be a change, it's really going to be something to change, it's going to take, take that. It's going to take his hand. Amen. 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 Something. Something in it. Something in his work. Something in him moving. Now. Here's what I believe in. Here's where I'm going. Uh, here's what I believe in this. Is I see in this an invitation. 
uh, the invitation for us in this hour who believe the word and believe the gospel. He's inviting us to pursue that, to pursue mighty works through him, not in our own self, and I'm going to touch that, but to pursue, to believe him, just like I did tonight, to believe him, to believe him. To, I remember I told you I, I don't write the checks. I just bring them. I'm just delivering. He's got all the money in the bank. That's why you ain't even got to thank me because it's all him. I just, right now, if, 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 send me, what lot, give me $10. Yeah, give me $10. Give me $10. $10. Oh, 20 where, where, Where's Lindsay at? Lindsay! 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 Oh, okay. Well, here, Taylor. That's all right. Here, here, Taylor. Taylor. I'm going to give you this $20 for Lindsay. Uh, you ain't got to thank me because Whitlock gave it to you. <laughs> yeah. It's God. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. But he's inviting us. He's inviting us to carry that $20. He's inviting us to carry that $20 into this world. He's inviting us to carry that check into this world, to this people that need, that need forgiveness, that need deliverance, that need healing. He's inviting us to be a part of He's asking. He's really, he's really inviting us. This is, this is the truth. Here's the truth of it. Here's the, he's inviting us to do the impossible. Yeah. Think about it. He is. I, I'll give you scripture. Matthew, Matthew 10, 7 and 8. Matthew 10, 7 and 8. It says, and as you go, this is the other commission. Here's another commission. There's several commissions. There's more than just the great commission. There's several commissions. In the scriptures, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Another, there's all kind of commissions in, in the scripture. But here's one: as you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Is at hand. Listen, and then listen to what he says. Here it is: heal the sick. Within your reach. Yes, yes. Heal the sick. Cleanse the leper. Raise the dead. Cast out devils. Freely you have received. Freely give. It's a call. It's an invitation. It's an invitation to come do the impossible. Come to Shidamasa. Come do the impossible. It's an come, 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 come. It is. It's an invitation. I tell you what. I tell you, the Lord's messing with my mind. I tell you. He is. <laughs> he, I think he thinks we should be greatly involved. In the impossible. Yeah. We should be greatly involved in all the impossible. That's what it says. Now, now I know, I know, I know, I know this normal church folk ain't going to like this. Normal, comfy, comfy, don't mess don't, ain't going to care for this. 
Amen. You know what? We always wait. We always wait till we can do something. We, we always wait till we've got good at something. I don't know how many church people over the years I've talked to. Well, I, I just ain't quite ready for that. I, I, I've been in over my head since I got started. Way over my head. When I broke out of the aisle about where Dean sitting at the little church I was at and got saved, I come out around the corner way over my I went right into the deep end of the pool. I said, I had, I had all that addictions and all that junk, and, and I said, Lord, I'm just going to come off the deep end right here. I, just, I was over my head the first step. And I've been over my head since. Lord, my God, he, he, he sent me all over the place and everywhere, and he called me to preach, and, and I said, my God, I'm over my head. Invited me. Into the impossible. <laughs> Glory. Yeah. I'm going to take it just a little further. Can I take it just a little further? Just a higher bit more. Just higher, and i got to close it. Just a higher further. I'm going to tell you this. According to scripture that I'm going to give you here in a minute. We should be bringing forth fruit in the impossible. Just let that soak in. We, we should be bringing forth fruit. Did you hear me? In the impossible. Not what we're good at. Not what we're good at. But with the impossible, I just feel somebody rising up right now. I feel faith. Do y'all feel faith growing in my shot? I feel, I feel faith just coming up in this house. I do, I do. I, I feel like I feel like we should be bringing, and, and I, I'll prove that. And, and you might think I'm taking it a little out of the context, but I'm telling you, Lord, it's messed with my mind. When He give me that Acts four, it's messed with my mind. And now all of a sudden, I see, I just see things. I see things. But but but, but look here, look at Mark, Mark uh, eleven, I believe it is. Mark eleven. Did I give you Mark eleven? Mark eleven. Listen, listen. On the morrow, Jesus and them, remember, they were coming from Bethany. Remember, they was hungry. They was hungry. Remember, verse 12, 13. And seeing a fig, remember he seen a fig tree afar off, had the leaves. He came happily, being happy, he might find there on it some figs. You know, he thought it might be some fruit on there. And when he came, listen, listen, he found nothing but leaves. But here's the thing, for the time of figs was not yet. Some of you's going to track with me. Some of you's going to catch me before I get it out. You're about to catch me. Here we go. Here we go. You're about to catch me. Woo! Some of you's done got there, ain't you? I'm, I'm waiting on you. I'm, you're worth waiting for. You see? He, he expected the empire. It wasn't even season. 
of season. It was out of season. But, but Jesus expects fruit out of the impossible. You know the story. He cursed it for that. He cursed it. But he expects fruit. When it's even impossible. When it ought not be. They're not in season. What does the New Testament tell us? Instant. In season. Fruitful. Fruitful no matter the season. No matter the possibility. Fruitful. Am I all right here? Fruitful, fruitful, fruitful. I believe that tonight. Uh, hey, hey. And here's what I want to tell you, and then I'm going to wind up. Here's what I want to tell you. And it's, here's what I want. I want to take the pressure off just a little bit. I do, in a good way. Not lighten up on you in regards to stepping into what Christ wants out of us, but, 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 but give you a little leeway here in Pursuing it. And that will be in this thought. It's okay. It's okay if you're not good at it. Come on. I'm going to go somewhere with that. It's okay. It's okay not knowing. It's okay not knowing what I'm doing. As long as you're obeying him. It's okay if you're in over your head. It's okay if you don't really know what supposed to go next. It's okay. It's all right. You go on risk it. Go on risk it. And here's what I'll tell you because God shows up in the risk. I never seen somebody really risk it for God and God not show up in the risk. He goes said, Peter, come on out of the boat. Step on out, Peter. some of the impossible I may not I may not ever get some of it nailed down I may not ever but here, here's what it still don't give me that don't give me the right to change the assignment it don't give us no right to, just because just we ain't good at it Because I'm in over my head. I couldn't even read the Bible when God called me. I had read like a few chapters. And God called me to preach. And I'm like, well, I'm way over my head. I'm still over my head. Every, I'm going to tell you what, every, that's the way I, every week I feel. And I'm just going to tell you something. You ought to feel like you're over your head. If you're not, if you're, not you're standing on your own. You're standing on your own. I'm going to just give you this right here, too. There's a, a lot of, if, if you suffer with getting bored with your walk with Jesus, if you get bored w- with church, if you get bored about the things of God, I'm just going to tell you something. I'm just going to tell you something. You ain't risking it. You, 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 ain't, you ain't ventured out. You ain't ventured out. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm going to tell you right now. If you ain't went out where he's belong, you won't get bored out there. When you get over your head, when you get in over your head, 
dead, you ain't born. I ain't got to know how to do it all. I ain't even got to be good at all of it. I come here. I come here. I know I wasn't good at it. I know I wasn't. I'm just a servant. I just put the towel on my arm. And, 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 and I, I, actually, my mentality was, well, I'll be here till they find somebody good. Bless y'all's heart, you ain't never found nobody good. I don't know what, what in the world. But that was the truth. That was my heart. That was my mentality. That's what I, some of y'all remember that. I thought, well, I, 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 I was asked, really. I was in my heart, yes, but it was asked. I asked, would you consider taking the church? And, well, I was a servant. I'd have done anything. I was a servant. They said, well, you want, you want to try to, back before that, you want to try the youth? Well, yeah. You, 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 want, to, you want to clean the bathroom? Well, yeah. You, you, you want to go to halfway across the world and set up tables and hand out flyers and do this? Well, yeah. That's a servant. I just, I tell you what, just volunteer and you'll go into the deep end real quick. Just volunteer. Just volunteer and you'll go somewhere. Somewhere where it's deep. But it's deep. You'll, you'll find your assignment. People, people say they, they can't find their purpose. I know, I know. I'm going to probably get on, get on that. People say they can't find their purpose when they're not a servant. I didn't know my purpose. It's going to be a servant. Amen. I don't know the half of it yet. I don't reckon. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever he need. Whatever's up. Whatever's next. Whatever. It don't matter. Yeah. But I ain't going to change the assignment just because I ain't good at it. Because I ain't comfortable with it. I'm still not comfortable with doing what I just did. I'm not. I ain't never been comfortable with that. I ain't never been comfortable when God put something on my heart in the middle of a service like that to speak it. I've never been comfortable. But I don't give me the right to change it. And I won't. I won't. I might feel all awkward, all backward. Look right homely about it. But I'm, going, I'm not changing the assignment. And you shouldn't either. You shouldn't either. I know. I got to close. I, I, didn't, I didn't even bring all this stuff. I don't know where that stuff's coming from. But just, like I said, if you're done, you can go. Uh, I, I, here, here's, here, here's my thought. Come on, Paul. Here's, here's my thought. And I want you to think about this. J Jesus paid it all, man. Jesus paid it all. And, and I tell you what, we, us, we want to make sure he gets his money's worth. In every aspect, we want to make sure that he get. We ought to. Yeah. Amen. I believe it tonight. I do. I want to close with this these last two scriptures. John, John 14, verse 10. I just want to give you a little something to stand on as you leave here after I've laid all that heavy stuff on you. Jesus says this, Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? 
The words I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the works. Even Jesus, when he walked this earth, he said, I can't change the assignment. He doeth the works. I'm just carrying the mail. I'm just carrying the check. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very works sake. There it is. Remember, Jesus said, if these works had been done, you'd have believed me. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works. It's still in the Bible, even if you get quiet. It's still all right there. Even if you get quiet. And <laughs> My God in heaven. Yes. Yes. Woo. I see it in you. I see it in your eyes. Oh. 